Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's time for Warriors Wrap Up on 95.7 The Game. Presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. From Oracle Arena, it's John Dickinson, Daryl Guru Johnson with you following the Warriors 115-108 win over the Utah Jazz. It's Warriors Wrap-Up brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search, 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. The Warriors improved to 41-15 and on the season as they rally, outscore the Jazz 34-24 in the fourth quarter, a 20-4 run over a five-minute span. Guru flipped this game back in the Warriors' favor after they seemingly had control at the end of the first quarter, but quarters two and three were dominated by the Jazz. Warriors turned up the defense in the fourth, and that was enough to prevail in this one by seven. Yeah, good teams find a way, and tonight the Warriors went to 41-15. and 15. They found a way, J.D. But I'm a, you know, again, I don't want to be negative, but you're up 11. I thought it was going to be a blowout. Shame on me. And then the Jazz somehow take control of the game. And I want to ask you, again, with DeMarcus Cousins being implemented to this team and this offense, defense as well, are we at, like, a preseason type of the Warriors trying to find themselves? Why, why the seesaw? Why I, I don't understand how you're up 11 and you're not giving the knockout blow to teams. Teams are hanging around, and not only are they hanging around, they're taking the lead, and then you got to, you know, do things that you're too good to, that you shouldn't even have to be doing to pull out the game. Yeah, I think it's a good point, but I, I think, each game is its own entity in this sense. Like Tonight, I view it as the Utah Jazz are a pretty darn good team and a team that's given the Warriors fits over the last couple of years. They beat them five out of seven going back the last couple of seasons, one and one against them this year. Damn near beat them in October in Salt Lake City, if not for a Jonas Jarebko tip-in at the buzzer. They do beat them in a close game in Salt Lake City back on December 19th. And I just think, you know, if you want to say – that after the Miami game, which you did, if you want to say that after the Phoenix game, I get it. But tonight, to me, is just a case of you're not going to have it come easy against a team that's going to wind up in the playoffs and a team that, for whatever reason, plays the Warriors very, very well. Yeah, and I want to ask you who, you know, is the hero of the game and why are we seeing Steph Curry in the third and fourth quarter come alive when we've grown accustomed to him kind of, you know, being Ricky Henderson and setting the tone. Tonight he was quiet in the first half, and again, I don't know why. I don't know if it was the jazz stifling defense, but the Warriors seem to just be finding themselves offensively, J.D. And again, DeMarcus Cousins tonight, 4 of 17. At what point do you, you know, do you get a little concerned about will he be the finisher that we know that he once was before the injury because I'm going to tell you, my friend, 
I'm a bit concerned. Yeah, and I think it's fair to start to maybe be concerned, and this was Cousins' 11th game with the Warriors. He was 1-for-6 from 3, 4-for-17 overall. There were a couple of bat, you know, shots around the basket where you're thinking, okay, he's going to get that one to go. Uh, he had a one-on-one against Rudy Gobert in the fourth quarter where he he actually did everything right. The moves he's were there, hard. and the sh- but the shot just wasn't there. Uh, as far as the finish and the shot rimmed out, he made a definitive move. I know Derek Favors was on him for a good portion of the night. We didn't really get a lot of the Gobert Cousins, you know, mano a mano stuff that maybe we would have figured to to see, you know, coming into the game. I, I think it's still a little bit early as to to be too concerned. Uh, as far as what you said about Stephen Curry, the Warriors started one for fifteen Ugh. from three point range. So you extrapolate that out and take away the one for fifteen. They end up finishing 12 for 26, which Lucky is much, to be more, at 31%. <laughs> much more Warrior-like. And the Warriors just, you know, Steph just couldn't buy a hoop early in the game. And you saw the Warriors, by virtue of their defense, be able to still lead 25-14 at the end of the first quarter. But uh, in the second quarter, it was really more of the same. Uh, second and third quarters, the Jazz really got it rolling offensively. The Warriors more lax defensively. But the, the Jazz have been a tough guard for the Warriors. I mean, they, they made 35 threes in two games uh, against the Warriors. Uh, their their movement and cutting and screening uh, can be you know problematic, I think, for the Warriors' defense at times. And, and they put 70 on them in, in the middle two quarters. I mean, you look at that, it winds up being, what, 70 to 56 in those middle two quarters. So it left the Warriors with some work to do in the fourth quarter. Uh, and they were able to do it. They really ramped up the defense. And I think it's a prime case, Goo, where the defense turned into offense. We always have that chicken and the egg argument with this team. Is it, Are they shooting and they're hot and that leads to better D? Or does the D turn into offense? To me, tonight, it was the defense in that fourth quarter that, that allowed them to get out in transition, allowed them to get the crowd in the game, and that's what flipped it during that 20-4 to run. Yeah, and how lucky are the Warriors to have the services of one Andre Iguodala? I mean, three steals tonight, Curry had four, and I just – you know, you keep watching him, and this guy stays in shape. I know he just missed a game with the hammy. And he was when, questionable tonight, and dude, I'm looking at the game tonight. If he doesn't play tonight, they probably exactly. don't win. Exactly, and, you know, is it wisdom? What What is it? And his athletic ability, too, because I know when you look at the birth certificate, what you guys like to do, you know, he's older, but he's a young old. Uh, and he's never once where I watch the game like he's out – you know, the other team was more athletic. And at his age, I just marvel at what he's able to do. And tonight he was the glue, J.D., because you just echoed the you know my, the sentiments and how I feel. If he's not on the floor, they may not win this game. Yeah, and how about Iguodala, three for three from three-point range. So he he did what you like to have him do from time Shoot to time. Shoot it, baby. Let it go. Score. Yeah. Yeah. Get, and play 28 minutes. You know, play 28 minutes, but score the basketball. Give him that, that 13 and knock down some shots. So, yeah, the, the bench uh, had varying levels of success tonight. Uh, I thought Iguodala was was pretty good overall. Jarebko in, in a short stint. Uh, was okay. Sean Livingston, I thought, solid uh, as well. But when you look at, at Iguodala, he was a he was a big time difference maker for the Warriors tonight. And again, it was you know, will Draymond and Iguodala play was the big question from noon right up until about six forty-five or seven o'clock when we got off the air for Warriors Live. And again, I mean, you make a case. You look at Draymond Green tonight. 
all of the little things he was able to do. I mean, if the Warriors don't have either guy tonight, I think you could make a case they don't win the game tonight, and we're having a little bit of a different conversation right now. Yeah, and the game started out with enough bricks to build a couple of chimneys for you <laughs> and I. And I was like, okay, this is what it's going to be, a slugfest. But uh, they picked it up, and it ended up being an exciting game. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. John Dickinson, Daryl LeGuru Johnson. It's Warriors Wrap-Up brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. The Warriors also survived a scare tonight, a big-time scare. How that injury to Clay Thompson's Dude. left ring finger goes down as a sprain I have no idea because it looked dislocated and Oh, that's broken. what I thought it was, dislocated. That's it, what they said. Everybody thought it was dislocated. Did you see the video? It's going the other direction. It, it looks like a scarecrow's figment. Just wow. I, I mean, for that to go down as a sprain is just – and for him to wind up back in the game, it's a non-shooting hand. And hit. making buckets. To, but to have that taped up and then to come back into the game and wind up 9 for 14 and 3 of 5 from 3, 22 points – and making an impact on, on both ends of the floor. I mean, you know, I'm thinking when Clay Thompson goes to the locker room and think, we're looking on Twitter at, at, at the way that that finger looks, I'm thinking he might be out a month yeah. or two. at that point. Yeah. You know, or four to six. You know, I mean, he had the, the, the hand last year, and it, he, he basically missed the majority of March uh, and, and wound up back that been toward the end of the year. I mean, we, we could have been having an entirely different conversation about where this Warriors and team if is I'm at. If we're looking at Clay Thompson, let's say, being out – you know, four weeks. I mean, Not at that good. point in time, it's it it's we're in the final three weeks of the season. And if I'm Myers or Daryl uh, Kerr, there's no way Clay Thompson's playing tomorrow night, right? He played tonight. I, I'm just you know, like when you turn an ankle or you do something to your foot, adrenaline. Well, has if he wasn't, if he wasn't going to play tomorrow night, off, if he wasn't, gonna I don't play think him. we're going to see him tomorrow night. Why would you play him though, JD? I understand he. Well, he loves he playing Wayne up there. Get out now. He loves playing yeah, up there. Yeah, but with a dislocated. Fan, I mean, that that we don't know how what to what extent he's that digit is damp. You know, injured. If I'm Clay Thompson and I come back into the game tonight. I sure as heck am playing in the game tomorrow night. Or now I'm, you, I'm at least now you to. Clay want to play, but what about your your superiors? Look, again, <laughs> you know? it's a hand. It's not you know, it's a hand, and it's your non-shooting hand. It's you know, it's not a knee or an ankle or a hamstring. Yeah, you buddy tape you. that bad right. boy, and you which and he you, did and have you, it, and you get out there. <laughs> yeah, you know, so I think. I, you know, as long as he can dribble with his left hand with Clay's it. Clay's tough, man. Uh, and, yeah, I think we know, I mean, go, going back to the finals, I mean, just how tough he is as far as, you know, gritting out uh, injury. Uh, so I I would expect Clay Thompson to be out there tomorrow, especially in a building against a team where he's played well. Remember, his hot streak started in Portland back on December the 29th on that Saturday night at Moda Center. So I think he's going to want to play up there. He likes playing up there. And I think it's a, a scenario where we know DeMarcus Cousins and Sean Livingston already aren't going to play. Plan to rest mm -hmm. for them. They'll they'll head into the All-Star break early. No back-to-back -back for Cousins as he finishes with the 12 points and 10 boards and five assists. And, and you know, and he wasn't great. but Four of 17. He played 28 minutes. He, he was one of six from three. He struggled to finish around the basket as well. Again. I think he's looked comfortable. From the outside, much more so than on the inside. But, again, if it, this is where the Warriors have this thing in such a great position, Goo. He can have 12, 10, and 5 and have it be ugly, and that help you win the damn game. 
and that's exactly what happened tonight. I mean, he helped them win the game. Right, in the but when court. you shoot in volume like that, you're taking from the a big three, well, and then you're giving teams that you're playing a chance to stay in the game, especially if you're trying to find yourself. So to me, this is a little concern moving forward that is 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 shot. Steph's not taking. Clay's not taking. KD's not taking. And if I'm an opposing coach, I'm like, give it to the big fella all you want. You're get right now. The returns are he's not making half his shots, so teams are getting a chance to to close the gap and take the lead. Not blaming Cousins 100%, but JD, the other dominoes got to drop to where a son. Maybe maybe those 17s are going to be eights, or maybe I'm eager to see if he's going to finish the game. Are they going to go small? Because right now, can you look me in the face and tell me that the deaf lineup is not their best lineup? After 11 games of watching Cousins, well, I think at this point that I, no I think doubt at this to point me. you're yeah. I think okay. at this point you're correct. I'm not going to argue with you there. I, I think the one thing I would say is, and I actually agree with you on this as well. The the 17 shots. Oh, the 17 shots may wind up being eight or nine. Oh, yeah, I got it. I mean, it. I, you know, it's, you. I, I think we're still at a feeling out point with Cousins where. Let you know them what? work it's, through it. it. You let them work through right. it, and if it's seventeen, and and yeah, I mean, you look at look at the shots, the, the distribution, if you will. Curry nineteen, Durant nineteen, Cousins seventeen, Clay Thompson fourteen, and then you had Draymond Green with seven, Andre Iguodala with six. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I get where you're coming from. This is a night where Durant was eleven for nineteen, Curry was eight for nineteen, Cousins struggled more than more than anybody. I think as the season goes on. I think as the season goes on, uh, that we, ratio will be more. Yeah. To the big three, maybe all depending on if he's got it, because you know when a guy's hat, you know when a guy has it that evening, or if he's starting off slow. All right, big three, take us. We're gonna lean on yeah. you guys. Yeah. So I think I think the seventeen may may get whittled down if Cousins continues to struggle, and I think I think it'll be almost uh, self-imposed. You know, I I think Cousins will realize on a given night in a playoff series, let's say, that maybe the rest of the guys need to be taking a few more shots. But for now, let her rip. I mean, I think a lot uh-huh. of the shots have been, for the most part, I think pretty good shots. And every time he lets it go, I think it's going in, if whatever that Especially means. from three-point range. <laughs> right, that's what I'm talking about. I'm like, uh, and then. Uh. Especially from three-point range. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. 888-957-9570, triple eight nine five seven. 9570. It's Warriors wrap up here on 957 The Game with John Dickinson and Daryl the Guru Johnson. We're brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Uh, you know what? Let, let's go ahead and hear from Kevin Durant here. Uh, Kevin Durant uh, following this ball game. Uh, Nash, why don't you let me know if we have Durant uh, ready to roll or when we do uh, back in the studio. Uh, let, let, let's go ahead and hear from Kevin Durant downstairs in the postgame press conference room following the Warriors. 115-108 to 108 win over the Jazz. Kevin, you guys have won for about three weeks straight now almost. Uh, what do you think is clicking the most out of everything that you guys have been doing on both ends of the floor? Uh, I think we've been struggling even though we've been winning. Um, we got some injury breaks in this run as well. Uh, but I also like how <clears throat> we fought through a lot of different things in this run. Uh, we shot the ball well uh, from the three-point line. Um, you know, I think we moved the basketball really well. 
you know, throughout this run. But uh, we need to play better. Um, I, I, be I believe that coaches, the coaches and all my teammates think the same thing. Uh, I just don't want to get too complacent with us winning. You know, we got a long ways to go. Katie, what did you like about the, the first quarter, the intensity level and so forth, and then again in the, in the fourth quarter when it came to winning time? Uh, I like that we ended that quarter um, outscoring them 25 to 14. 14 points in the first is a phenomenal defense for us, and that set the tone. And, um, you know, obviously teams make a run. They have 40 points in the third. Um, but the first and fourth, our defense were our defense was uh, was phenomenal, and uh, we gonna need that going forward. Kevin, to your earlier point about the want for the team to get better in different areas, even with the winning, what what are the things that jump out to you the most? Uh, you know, I like that. Uh, I think that we should we could start off with a little bit more intensity on the defensive side of the ball. You know, I think we got to get some plays down, uh, some actions that have been hurting us a bit on the defensive side and rebounding. Um, we got all come in and rebound. I had two rebounds tonight. I'm six nine. I can't do that if we want to win. So we got to do a better job of rebounding and and uh, you know talking out, communicate, communicating on the defensive side of the ball on certain actions. This kind of random, but you guys were wearing a shirt tonight with that Baron Davis dunk on it. Do you remember that dunk? I mean, you would have been what, probably like 18 or something. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was. The summer before, uh, summer I got drafted, right before I got drafted, actually, and that to see the energy in that building through the TV was phenomenal, and <clears throat> that was uh, such a huge upset that you know everybody was in front of the TV everywhere I went watching those games, and Baron Davis, you know that player is going to be remembered here in the Bay Area forever. Was that almost like an introduction to you to the Warriors? I mean, they were kind of so bad for like the decade before that. Mm, no, I've been an NBA fan for a long time before then, but. Um, they had some goons on that team that I really enjoyed, from Baron Davis to Matt Barnes to Steven Jackson to Beedrins to Al Harrington. They had some good players on that team, and um, so I watched them a lot. But, you know, that play, Baron Davis was kind of the, the head of the snake here. Uh, right in front. Uh, Steve said that DeMarcus will not be making the trip to Portland for the back-to-backs. Really? Yeah, so this will be – his last game before the All-Star break. And I'm wondering if you take a minute to take stock, how do you think that progress has gone for the starting lineup incorporating him? Um, and what do you guys, what do you think you guys still need to do to make that even better? I think we're still figuring out how we're going to play and be effective with each other on the offensive side, like where our shots are going to come from. Um, you know, and I think that we are, you know, doing a good job of, you know, mixing up the, the shots and the, touches and you know everybody's getting involved um i think i think cuz is still getting his legs up under him uh you know he's definitely been a load in the paint for us but it's going to be a time where you're going to start knocking down those threes they look great leaving his hand but they just a little short uh, you know but i think after the after the break you know he relaxed a little bit figure out where he where he's at as a player i think he's going to come back uh even better afterwards Steve said that um, Draymond is always in the Defensive Player of the Year conversation based on his you know, defensive uh, prowess over the last few games. Would you say he's played his way into that conversation this year? He's always in the conversation. I mean, when you start off with guys, it's always going to be Draymond, Rudy Gobert. Those are the top two guys you start with. Then you just figure it out as the season goes on after that. But he's never out of the race um, because that's just what his game is. That's who he is. But 
you know, hopefully people start to take notice, you know, unless you're getting steals and blocks, people don't really realize what you do on defense, you know, until you watch a full game, you know. People don't want to watch full games no more. They just want to look at the stats. So, you know, and uh, if you watch Draymond play, you'll understand what he brings. All right, Kevin Durant following the 115-108 win for the Warriors over the Jazz. A little, little history buff. Man, and KD. I believe him. I definitely believe him, man. Was he going Knicks heat? Because he talked about he liked goons. He liked he liked yeah. he liked Xavier Baron Davis. McDaniel, yeah, and yeah. he liked Al Harrington, Matt and he, Barnes, and he liked Stephen Jackson, and he liked Matt Barnes on those teams. That's true. Though the 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 Warriors, we believe team did did have a lot of guys that played like that. But it's interesting hearing KD share a little bit of Warriors history uh, on a night where you know we believe. Uh, gets honored, at least uh, in terms of Baron Davis. All right, 888-957-9570, We can take your phone calls. Uh, also, more locker room sound. Warriors win it over the Jazz with a big fourth quarter, 115-108, to the final here at 95.7 The Game. Now back to Warriors wrap-up on 95.7 The Game. From Oracle Arena with John Dickinson and Daryl the Guru Johnson. We're with you following the Warriors 115-108 win over the Utah Jazz. Warriors with a big fourth quarter run, a 20-4 fourth quarter run that flips the game after the Warriors trailed by three going to the fourth quarter, 34-24. The Warriors outscored the Jazz in that final frame to earn their 41st victory of the season, Golden State now 41 and 15 through 56 games. Guru, 26 games to go on the season, and uh, next up will be the Portland Trailblazers up in Portland tomorrow night. And after that game, they'll get this, uh, you know, much rest that they they definitely deserve and need. But you asked me what were one of the keys to the game uh, on Warriors Live, and I said the offensive glass. And to the Warriors' credit, they they gave up seven. They got five themselves, and in regard to total rebounds, uh, they lost a battle 49-40, to 40, but they overcame. And, J.D., they just find ways to win, and I can't say enough about Draymond Green and how he doesn't have to manipulate the box score to have an effect on a basketball game. And I believe all young players, high school, college, should watch this guy play with nothing but heart and help his team uh, get over the hump is special. We still do have time for more phone calls at 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. And when we hear from the fans, it's always brought to you by Nation's Giant Hamburgers, the best since 1952. We've been talking a lot about DeMarcus Cousins, who did have a season high in minutes with 28 minutes played, 28 minutes, 19 seconds. It was his second double-double the uh, 12 points to go with 10 rebounds uh, for DeMarcus Cousins tonight and five assists. However, he was uh, four for 17 shooting. Uh, the other double-double, in case you're wondering, for Cousins was against the Lakers uh, on February 2nd. So in this building 10 nights ago when the Warriors beat the Lakers. And, of course, he had that big second half. He had the dunk over Kuzma, kind of lit everybody up uh, in the building on that night. Yeah, Tim Jordan and I were talking about the uh, All-Star break, what that means for DeMarcus Cousins. Obviously, he's not going to Charlotte. But you come off a game of 28 minutes, you're not playing tomorrow, J.D., 
how do you how do you work on your win? Because they're saying there's no substitution for game action, NBA game action, but the actual game. So do you think he loses something with this, or yeah. kind of goes back on the shelf and comes back fresh? Or to me, I kind of feel like if he had more games, then you know the quicker we get to the promised land of him getting, you know. It's total win. Yeah, I, I think I'm actually a little bit surprised that the Warriors aren't playing him tomorrow. Because to me, it was it was tailor made for the first back to back. Yeah, you got to get through it. It's it's consecutive nights. But you got that time. But off. then you've got a week where you're not going to play. You play on a Wednesday night, tomorrow night, and then you're not going to play until the following Thursday. So it's really seven full days without a game, and then you'll play on the eighth day at, at 7.30 when Sacramento's here uh, on the 21st. So I, it, I, I'm surprised, frankly, that, that, that the Warriors didn't maybe try and you know, push him out there. And, and maybe it's just going to be a case where they're, they're just not going to. You know, maybe it's going to be a case where, hey, look, there aren't going to be any back-to-backs in the playoffs. You know that. You know, maybe you're just going to be cautious with them, and, and the Warriors are in a position where they don't have to have him play. Uh, on a back-to-back, although I think that's a box that he certainly would want to to probably be able to check off at some point. And I'm looking at uh, number two, Jordan Bell, another DMP. Do you think uh, we see him tomorrow, or if we don't? Somebody's got to play those minutes. You got to – how would you surmise uh, Jordan Bell's first half? Disappointing. Underwhelming. Not good. And I think I told Steiny – it's not because he hasn't got the opportunities, right? I feel like he's got more, you know, than enough opportunities to show what he can do. J.D., I just don't know what type of fit his skill set is for this team. He's not a shooter. If you take Cousins away, though, tomorrow, and let's say you start Kevon Looney, then that means somebody else has got to play. So, to me, Jordan Bell absolutely We'll see him tomorrow. I'm hoping we money. see him. He's going to get It's got to be tough for the young man. Some minutes tomorrow night. Uh, no question. 888-957-9570. Tonight wrapped up the season series. We talked about this Still between don't understand that. the Warriors and the Jazz. Uh, I can explain it if you want. Yeah, it, there's it gets four a, it gets what, a little, three teams? It gets a little wonky, but I, I'll explain it, right? Okay. So you got 15 in the East and 15 in the West, gotcha. right? 30 teams. Uh-huh. 15 in the East, if you're the Warriors, you play you play twice. Well, you gotcha. play one home, one away. That's 30 games, right? So follow away 30, you got 52 left, right? Okay, well, at that point, to make the math even, you, there's got to be four teams, right, that you only play – three times so it's 12 games right and then the remaining 10 teams you play four times so you play 10 teams four times for 40 and do you You know that offhand three times it's utah uh utah is one of them i I can dig it up you know it's funny okc i actually always keep a little bit of a note on that i I believe okc is actually one of the other ones it's actually they already played the two games here and they only have one game there uh in march uh in oklahoma city i believe it's march 16th uh when the Warriors play there, and then it's it's two from each division, okay. not gotcha. your own All right. division, gotcha. the Pacific Didn't division. Didn't know that. So we'll dig that up. All but the right. Warriors did win the season series tonight by beating the Jazz, 115-108, uh, to 2-1 advantage. The Warriors have won the season series versus Utah for the last five years. Uh, last year, Utah won it 3-1. to one. Uh, Go ahead, Koo. No, just help me answer my own question, because when I get in the car and turn the – Ignition on, I'm going to drive home with these thoughts. (laughs) I think so highly of the Golden State Warriors, and I'm on record as saying with the addition of DeMarcus Cousins, this is one of, if not the best starting five ever. 
Why are they not knocking teams out? That's a concern to me. And you could say, dude, you sound spoiled, you sound ridiculous, but Utah should have been handled when you have an 11-point first quarter lead. Uh, we see, you know, Phoenix give them all that and some. And then we saw the debacle, which I'm going to call it against the Heat. Why are the Warriors not able to knock out T- the TKO? Look, I think at this point it's a little bit I – think, I think part of it is teams have caught up. I think part of it is the Warriors themselves are just not wired that way, the way that they used mm. to be. And I think the other factor involved in it is is just the simple fact that the Warriors are trying to figure out how to get DeMarcus Cousins back into the fold. Because we're past 41 games. Yeah, but we're okay. also, Remember what, we 10, 11 to, yeah. games into, into having Cousins, you know, be in the fray. I, I dug up, by the way, the, okay. the answer to that question, if you really, no, I if you, know. If you really want to know what it was. Uh Oklahoma City uh, is is a team the Warriors play only three times. See that? I hate that. Two times here, one time uh, in Oklahoma City. The Pelicans are another team that the Warriors only play three times. Two times here, which they've already played both times. Well, here. good. Yeah, I don't care. And they play them. April 9th uh, in New Orleans. That's the Warriors' lone trip uh, to New Orleans. Uh, the teams that come here once, but the Warriors go there twice. Uh, San Antonio. Uh, the Warriors have played San Antonio in San Antonio, lost to them on November 18th. They beat them here, what, a week ago, uh, and they still have one more game at San Antonio on March 18th. And then the other team is the Utah Jazz. The Warriors played tonight uh, and it's had tough. already played two games uh, on the road. 888 957 uh, we're going to hear from Stephen Curry. We're also going to hear uh, from Tish on the phone lines uh, who stopped by and saw us. But we'll do that after we come back. Uh, time for more phone calls as well. Uh, it's Warriors wrap-up on 95.7 The Game. Warriors wrap-up continues on 95.7 The Game. Warriors beat the Jazz tonight, 115-108. to uh, We passed out the phone number, 888-957-9570. It is Warriors wrap-up with John Dickinson and Daryl the Guru Johnson, brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. And let's, let's start this segment. We're going to get to Stephen Curry, too, down in the locker room. Uh, we also have some notes and nuggets to, to give to you. But let's start with Tish in Hercules. She's up first here on 95.7 The Game. And Tish uh, came to say hi. Took uh, a picture with us. In between. Met her daughter. Her and her lovely daughter uh, in between the end of the game and when we hit the air. We got about a 25-minute gap or so. It was, a, it was a pleasure meeting you, Tish. Thanks for uh, coming on the show, and thanks for stopping by earlier. Thanks. It was a pleasure to meet you guys, too. I have to call back because Guru said something uh, which I agree with. I was not comfortable the whole game. The score, the final score is kind of misleading because if you were at the game, that game was close the whole way after that initial 11-point lead. And I consider Utah to be one of these sleeper teams that if we're not on our toes and we don't have every man on his toes on that court, they will get one on us. So I just hope, again, hope that we do not meet them in the playoffs playing the way we're playing right now. 
Thanks, Tish. Go ahead, Guru. And yeah. we really appreciate meeting you again, Tish. It was nice to meet you and Lee. And I know the ultimate goal is to win a championship. And the Warriors, you look at their record, it's phenomenal. But are you ready? Are you comfortable in saying maybe the theme of the 18-19 Warriors is they're not going to blow you out. They're going to they're, they're gonna win these close games. Yeah. And I got to tell you, J.D., I'm not used to it. And I just sit back like there's these other teams, Miami, You don't, they don't have the firepower that the Warriors have. Why are the games close? Is it the bench? I, I, I'm just throwing it out there. I don't know. I think teams play the Warriors better than they used to. I think the Warriors don't care about stepping on your throat because they know they can beat you with a wow. few good minutes here and there. And I, I just I just think they're the ultimate now in, in, in thinking big picture. And I think once you realize that you have a significant margin for error, you use it. It's just human. Like Make once, it exciting, once you realize, I guess. Once you realize you don't have to work as hard to do anything in life, a lot of times you don't. I mean, to put it perfectly bluntly, especially when you know you can still win or get the job done. Now, that can't come back to bite you. Sure. You, you wouldn't. And eventually right. it may come back to bite okay. you. But I'll use what Tish said, and, and I think, you know, the Warriors playing the Jazz, I think they're comfortable in knowing they can win a series against the Jazz, let's say, in, in five games. Well, I am. Yeah. But it wouldn't be a fun five games. Against those, against Utah, just based on the way that they play and the, the physicality, and they can make the game ugly, and they really move the ball and set screens, and they, they try and shoot threes and get you in the pick and roll, and and have Gobert dive to the rim. I mean, they do it a lot of you know, more similarly to other teams than I think maybe they get credit for, but but they will just muck up a game. I just kept thinking that to myself tonight, like, wow, was that the epitome of yuck it up tonight? Yes. I thought it was kind of in the second half they start move up and down. Yeah, they it was in the second half they did. I mean okay. they scored 40 points yeah. in the in the third quarter. They outscored the Warriors 40 to 34. So there was a better pace to it. But they they're not they they can do both, but they can they can make the game ugly and really defend the Warriors I think better than uh, a lot of teams. Let let's keep it going on the phones. We got Dre. Uh Dre is up next here in in Central Cali on 95.7 the game. Hey Dre. Hey, thanks for taking my call. I got to agree with Guru when he was saying how come they're not blowing out teams. But um, what Tish just said, there's one thing I think. Teams get fired up to play the Warriors. It's like the Heat the other night. They don't hit those three-pointers like that every night. And uh, I was really surprised Waiters kind of missed a couple there at the end. He's been a Warrior killer over the past. And I just think teams are really, really fired up when they play the Warriors. They bring their A game. I know if the Warriors bring their air game, they're going to blow them out. Yeah, but thanks, Dre. Yeah, no, I, I think that's a great. I think so that's it's a great just, point. It starts before the ball's tipped. It's it's getting up for the well, game, and the look, Warriors all know you, all you what they possess. Know. They're so good. Show us what you got, and we can run you down at the end. Yeah, yeah. I think sometimes, you know, if the, you know, and then there's also games where maybe the Warriors are, feel like that's a night where they got to really play a good game because maybe they haven't been or a team comes in that maybe had beaten them earlier in the year because the Warriors were not playing at the level that they want to play, and then the Warriors thump them. So it it goes both ways there. Uh, Jason in San Francisco is up next on 95.7 The Game. Hey, Jason, you're on Warriors Wrap-Up. Thank you very much. I just want to say uh, I want to try to answer Guru's question real quick. I think that Steve Kerr is – an instant Hall of Famer. I think that he is trying to go to his fifth championship and win his fourth and third in a row. 
and I think he's putting on a coaching clinic. He's the best person to handle these personalities, and I feel like, mm. you know, they're saving something for the for the playoffs. That's when they really turn it on. The regular season to them, I don't really think they're trying to blow teams out. I think they're trying to get people involved. I think they're looking at it more like practice um, because they're – Every team is gunning for the Warriors. Every team is trying to game plan for the Warriors. And so I think that's why they're not necessarily blowing them out yet. Appreciate the call. I, I, I can Thanks, buy Jason. that. I, I know Steve probably doesn't write that on the chalkboard where, you know, there is another gear, that this, uh, a Ferrari. They have another gear. Well, it's pretty crazy if they have another gear because they've won five in a row, 16 of 17, and 18 of 20. So if but, they have another gear, what is that, 33 in a row? Right, but <laughs> it, it, it'll be the margin of victories, uh, J.D. I mean, no, no I, I hear yeah, you. I'm not yeah. even – I'm not, I'm not, I'm not coming down your road. I'm just saying, and, holy moly. And I'm not being negative. I yeah. can be like, okay, I'm not impressed. <laughs> I'm, I'm just I mean, saying I'd like to, to see win what those that games. gear looks I get like. You. Because Miami, Phoenix, and chasing down, you know, a team that has no business on the same floor as you, Utah tonight. Hey, you got me. I'm just I, – I see something that's concerning. That's all. And it may, when the playoffs start, hey, it may be all gone away. But I know on a few occasions if the Warriors got blown out and I've been waiting for that comeback, it doesn't happen. And then, you know, they let you hang around and then they run you down. That, that's a recipe for disaster. Let's get to our play of the game. It's time for the play of the game. He got it! Tune in tomorrow morning to Steinmetz and Guru at 1030 for your chance to win $100. Now, here's the play of the game. Curry, top of the key three, shedding Rubio. Curry! That's it right there, play of the game. Steph got hot. Steph did get hot as the defense got hot for the Warriors in that fourth quarter. Led by Draymond Green. Led by Draymond Green and DeMarcus Cousins, I thought. Yeah, Draymond didn't come into the middle of the fourth quarter. It was huh? pretty good. Yeah. No, he was out there at the top. Okay. He uh, was out there at the top. They had the normal lineup out there at the top with Clay and Livingston and Iguodala and Draymond Green and DeMarcus Cousins. That that what has become the normal top of the second, top of the fourth quarter lineup uh, out there. At the beginning, and and Cousins a, was in the fray. I thought I actually, you know, for as much as the 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 pieces of Cousins' game, the scoring, the the shooting, the you know, post moves around the basket, the fluidity of a game like that, I actually kind of liked Demarcus's the, the just the the grit and grind game that he played tonight. He was very physical. He was bruising around. He was getting in there for rebounds. Like it wasn't a pretty game, but again, I I keep coming back to something I mentioned earlier where. You know what? If DeMarcus Cousins doesn't shoot well but still gives you 12 and 10 and it's a physical 12 and 10, that actually can help this team as talented as they are win. Yeah, but when you're that big and you're getting your shots blocked and this has been happening on a regular basis, it it just seems like the, the you know the other the players are mosquitoes and he's the giant, but they're the, the, you know they're moving faster than he is. Just a concern. And tonight he a couple block shots Utah got on him and to me, that should never happen. For play of the game, just a reminder, listen to 95.7 The Game tomorrow at 10.30. Steiny and you, Guru, uh, on the air. You guys are going to call for the play of the game. And if you get the play of the game correct, you win 100 bucks, right? There you go. Yeah, 100 bucks. Uh, AJ in San Jose is up next here on 95.7 The Game. You're on Warriors Wrap-Up, AJ. How's it going? Um, fellas, I think uh, Guru, you got to take it easy on the Warriors. Uh, they didn't hit their threes in the first. 
or the second quarter. Otherwise, they would have been up by 24, 25, and the game would have been over. So the minute they start hitting their threes, you know, like the the normal percentage, 40, 50%, it's over. So, right. um, you know, that's what it, I think. So there's no problem. Just like you mentioned, they're a, a Ferrari. You know, they're taking, they're taking it easy at, uh, at second gear where uh, all the teams are playing at sixth gear, you know. Thanks, AJ. AJ right. and San Jose well, checking like in, Goo. And when you're a champ, there is that switch, that gear. I do believe in that. We've seen it. And maybe that that's just what we're watching. And, you know, Cousins will get up to par, and then we'll see the blowouts that I'm accustomed to. Boy, the Warriors tonight, 29 assists, only six turnovers, and Golden State remains undefeated on the season when they commit 10 or fewer turnovers. Six turnovers tonight. Dubs now 11-0. and uh, they committed a season-low tying uh, seven turnovers. I actually said six. I misspoke. It was actually seven turnovers. Actually, no, it looks like the final box gave them six. Yeah, six turnovers. So that's a, that's a new uh, season low. They had seven against the Clippers on December the 23rd. Uh, the Warriors also held the Jazz to an opponent low for this season uh, of 14 points, and Golden State is now 9-0 and when they have Curry and Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant and Draymond Green and DeMarcus Cousins are all in the fold. Final call of the night is John in Stockton. John, you're on Warriors wrap-up on 95.7 The Game. Yes, sir. Thanks for taking my call. You know, one thing, Utah's played us tough the last few years. There's no doubt about it. They've had our number. They match up well with us with their physical style of play. But one thing, I mean, if you look at the stat line, Kerr's trying to make sure he keeps everybody involved and guys aren't getting bored out there, you know. We're playing real, real consistent basketball. There's really nothing to worry about. I think last year we had some lapses during the season, and people were, oh, what's going to happen? And when it came down to it, we turn up when we have to turn up. And, and this team is, uh, I mean, I, we've never seen nothing like this, and, I, and I'm just enjoying the ride. I'm a lifelong Warrior fan. Man, it's a beautiful thing to see. We're going to be there when it's all said and done. Thanks, John. John in Stockton. Love it. Good stuff. Uh, I agree. <laughs> one other quickie note here before we thank everybody and call it a night. Uh, tonight, the seventh time the Warriors trailed going to the fourth quarter and then went on to win. Shocker. So even when you've yeah, got them down, I got you. you better have them down you more gotta than three. you got to finish them. <laughs> you better have them down more than three going to the fourth quarter, even if you're the a cockroaches, team JD. like the Jazz. One more before the break tomorrow in Portland. I'm going to be up in Portland, and uh, it, the three of you us. You leaving tonight? I'm, I'm, I'm leaving tomorrow. Okay. Uh, 10 o'clock uh, flight in that 10 o'clock hour. Uh, so I'll be there tomorrow, and I'll be hosting Warriors Live with you well, tomorrow. Can't wait. Because we all need to be together on go. the final game before there the go. break. I'm going to be up in Portland. No load management. We got you tomorrow for Warriors Live, and then Steiny is going to join me for Warriors Wrap-Up, or I'm actually going to join him okay. since it's your, it's, it's your show. It. Look at it's you. your show. So I'm going to join him, and I'm going to join you uh, with Warriors Live before the game. So that's going to do it for us. Warriors get the win, 115-108. Uh, to 108. They are 41-15 and 15 on the season. Thanks to Tim Jordan. Thanks to Nash. Thanks to Alex, uh, the guys in the studio for Daryl the Guru Johnson. I'm John Dickinson. Warriors, they win it, 115-108. to 108. To improve to 41 and 15, and you heard it right here on 95.7 The Game. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.